so deep I ventured into Hecate's cave that I came upon the innermost chamber, the heart of the mother's womb. Herein I cast my eyes upon her cauldron, this most sacred vessel from which the moon rises and sets. I stand at the crossroads, the threshold of this great place. I see these midwives of witchcraft who have called me here. I boldly look into their faces, those known and those new to me. Their raised eyebrows and half smiles. Will I enter the cauldron? It has already been decided. When I began this death walking journey, this path of transformation into the witch I was meant to be, I've sacrificed all that no longer serves and reclaimed the soul pieces that were stolen from me. Here is the final part of this journey where rebirth is found. There is a stirring deep within me. She who is the true me, my soul speaks to me now. She emerges, urging me forward. This is what she has traveled so far for on this perilous journey. She takes the hand of my shadow self. Fear not, beloved. Healing is found in Mother's Cauldron. Through the smoke purified, flames burning away all pain, washed in the truth of moon essence. Healed by the medicine of her garden, we shall be born anew, whole. I find myself now standing at the threshold of the cauldron. It hisses and bubbles and there is great smoke and steam. The air in the room is heavy. It smells of mugwort and dreams and truth. The whispers of Circe and Medea surround me now, as does the grumbles, grunts, and growls of pale Hecate's horde. From across the room, Persephone rises. Shh. She silences them all. With a glance, she blesses me. She knows this work is mine to do, my choice. 
In the shadows, Artemis protects me with her fierce arrows, while the mother watches from her throne, here in her most sacred chamber. Yes. I climb into the cauldron, sinking into the steam sinking into this potion that is the medicine of the world soul herself. Sinking deeper and deeper into this river that is in the cauldron until I am in the river underneath the river, below the fire and in the fire. And as I am in this place with no name, I wash my wounds, the traumas, the trespasses, the regrets, the lies, the mistakes, all that was false. I cleanse my aching body, freeing it of all the pain. And I gently, with great kindness, wash my shadow self, calling her back into me, telling her all is well. We shall be reborn. And as I go deeper and spin deeper and wash and scrub and become nothing but my bones. These bones are my soul. They are my truth. And I emerge swimming back up to the, the cauldron. These bones of truth, soul bones. I feel their power. I see their beauty. They are of the fire. They are of the stars. They are of the garden. They are sacred and holy. And this is what I have always been. Up with me rises all that I have discarded floating around me, the flotsam and jetsam, the debris of what no longer serves. The horde has surrounded the cauldron. Those spirits and animals, the hounds, the wolves, they are hungry. The goblins and gremlins await their meal. I pick up all of this debris. Mother smiles from her throne. This is what is meant by rebirth. 
I offer. I offer to this hoard all I've discarded. It will nourish them well. I stand here, my soul self, wild, naked, bone, soul, woman. The horde take off with their treasures for their corners. Now I am surrounded by those witch midwives, the weavers. Here as I stand in the cauldron, they anoint me again with this powerful medicine, beautiful. And as they anoint me, they pull from my bones beautiful fibers, the web of my soul. And as they pull these fibers and it merges with the medicine of the mother, they are weaving me, weaving me whole again into my truth. And I feel light and solid and eternal and present. And I perceive the past without pain and the future with great joy and I am in this moment reborn through the blessed hands of my witch ancestors, those weavers who have taken my soul and made me flesh once more. They help me gently out of the cauldron. I look at my body as whole and as perfect as the mother herself. My scars are a remembrance of what I've survived. Imperfections which I once thought were so troublesome are now badges of honor. I step forth from the cauldron. Persephone smiles. Artemis is watchful. The witches hold their breath. And the horde falls silent. Behold, I am reborn. I have claimed my place among you. This is my true place daughter of Hecate, sister of the witches. Mother beckons me come. I walk towards her. The moon shines down on me and adorns me, casting about my being a robe of pure light and the darkest night of stars, of mystery, of magic, of medicine, 
of the ancient ones and all those yet born. My queen anoints me with the red fire of her torches, searing into me her power, her magic medicine and mystery, revealing these keys into my hands now. Hecate hails my rebirth, blessing me with a kiss on my forehead. She signals the sun to return. Child, forever you shall be one of my chosen. We witches are of the darkness, yet are the bright souls of the world. Go forward towards the light but always be true to yourself and always return here. She opens the way for me. I am empowered and whole in my new beautiful flesh form, iridescent, moon medicine, star glowing, robe of black, red and white. I step onto this new path, wise, innocent, free, strong, full of passion, kindness, and integrity. I am the pilgrim, the maiden, as I begin on this new path that Mother has opened for me. Hello, I am Cindy Brannan, and this is an episode of the Keeping Her Keys podcast dedicated to talking about rebirth. I started this um, episode, this audio class, whatever you want to call it, talking about uh, rebirth by telling that story to help us all evoke the feeling of what rebirth actually is. It is the dismemberment of all that no longer serves us and the death of the false self, the death of all things within us that must die from our traumas to our pain to our erroneous ways of thinking. Rebirth is a deeply spiritual process that is not to be taken lightly. It is not a casual ritual. It is a ceremony of the deepest personal transformation and healing that is offered from Mother Hecate deep in her womb. This rebirth ceremony um, can be found in the Rituals of the Sacred Cave Guide. That's widely available. You can find it on my Pathios blog. Um, you can find it just by Googling Rituals of the Sacred Cave Cindy Brannan or Rituals of the Sacred Cave uh, Keeping Her Keys. I'll also include the links to the book um, that accompanies this podcast. Uh, the rebirth ceremony is the last station of the rituals 
of The Sacred Cave. You can find the other two uh, podcasts on The Ritual of Release and The Soul Retrieval Journey. You can find those wherever you found this one. You'll be able to find those too. Part of my calling um, as a witch priestess, as a healer of Hecate, is to offer fundamental teachings that lead to great personal transformation and being reborn into our souls so we can live the life that we were put here to live. Of course, the friction, the necessity of rebirth comes because it is through our travails and our difficulties where we learn the wisdom necessary of rebirth. This is the great school of Mother Hecate. Hecate herself comes to us in the wisdom around the learnings, the things we choose to glean from our challenges and our heartbreaks. The witch's journey is not meant to be a carefree one. It is meant to be one that is about transformation, of deep connection, of going deeper still, of working with the magic, medicine, and mystery of mother. This all requires friction, and friction comes from difficulty. We enter rebirth as the one who knows pain so that we can remove this pain yet keep the wisdom. We enter as the one who knows the power of the shadow and heals that shadow back into part of our wholeness so that our true soul is emergent and running our lives for us. Rebirth is a great undertaking, and I applaud you for being so brave as to listen to this podcast and to entertain the calling of those witch ancestors of ours to rebirth. I am going to lead you through um, a meditation that you can use for as part of your rebirth ritual. As I was saying earlier, part of my sacred uh, ordinance I've been given is to make these three rituals that I was given by the mother, make them all they were meant to be, and to provide them in a way that is accessible to many, many of her witches who wish to have these experiences. In the Keeping Her Keys Coven, we do these three rituals as our annual cycle. We begin in fall, in October, around Samhain, with the death walking ritual of release, where we sacrifice all that no longer serves. About midway uh, through winter, in bulk, February 1st. Around then, we do the second part, which is the soul retrieval journey, where we journey deeper into the cave still to call back those soul shards that were stolen from us or took flight um, out of necessity. Then on May the 1st, May Eve-ish, 
the witches Grand Sabbath, also known by many other names, Mayday, Beltane, Walpurgis Night, and other names. This is when we perform the rebirth ceremony as a coven. Um, if you are in the Mistai, the, the Master Course of Hecatean Witchcraft that I teach, we do these three rituals um, at in roughly the first third of the course. And, you know, I want you to know that it is entirely up to you how you schedule these rituals. I do suggest taking a break of at least six weeks between each one. They are not a hop, skip, and a jump. Uh, they are not performative rituals where, you know, you just light the candle and say the words, nothing much changes inside of you. These rituals will shake you foundationally. They will free your soul. The chains that bind will be broken. You will have a lot to deal with afterwards. Things will change in your life. Relationships will change. Ways of being will change. Your ability to get into the magic, medicine, and mystery of the mother will expand exponentially. Spiritual upgrades will follow. Six weeks is a short amount of time to space them in between um, each one. And like I said, in the coven, we space um, several weeks and we do them at the cross-quarter days, starting in the fall and finishing with high spring um, at the beginning of May. This gives us the summer to do workshops and whatnot in the coven. Um, and to deeply process the experience and then we begin again because this rituals of the sacred cave this cycle is not a one and done it is again hearkening back to what i said earlier about the necessity of challenge of friction of all of these things they are sharpening us they are deepening us they are honing us and then we go into the sacred cave again in the autumn and repeat the cycle so that we will be constantly becoming all we were meant to be. This is the witch's journey. If you would like to prepare for um, the upcoming meditation and to the meditation as a, a full anamaram, which is our term for sacred rites, if you would like to do it that way, um, here's just some of the things that I really recommend doing. This ritual is deeply about connecting to Hecate's witches um, and her horde. We may or may not have a conscious understanding that these witch ancestors of ours are already with us. Now, sometimes these can be witches from folklore and myth and history so that we recognize them. More likely, these are witches of obscurity who never knew fame, who never had their names recorded in books or paintings made of them. You'll see her in your dream. Feel her breath when you sleep. A stirring sometimes will happen, and there is this face of this woman, or perhaps someone else, a man is possible, 
that comes to you. And although you don't know her, you recognize her. And although you don't know her, you know she is your kin, your sister. She is not the goddess. She is of the goddess. And her presence reminds you that you are of the goddess too. This is the experience of a witch ancestor. It is helpful for you as a seeker of rebirth to spend some time connecting to your witch ancestors before performing the ritual or meditation. I have an article um, on my Pathios blog that talks about performing the Dark Mother Tarot and connecting with witch ancestors. And I highly recommend that um, a few days or so before you do the re rebirth ceremony. Hecate's horde, the animals, goblins, gremlins, spirits, and the like that also abide um, in this deep chamber of the cave. They are a curious bunch. We may have had experiences with her hounds, horses, or serpents. Maybe her pure spirits, the gremlins, goblins, the ones who are protectors, shadow seekers who guide us from afar. They don't know daylight. They don't care for daylight, these little spirits. But they are, are most helpful um, to us. So spend some time connecting with your animal guides and also um, at least contemplating the idea of these spirits of the horde um, that take funny little shapes or gremlins, um, griffins, gargoyles. They often look like that. Sometimes they look comical too, wearing funny things. Mine is a little fella named Leroy who wears bright red pants and a fanny pack. Allow them just to come um, forward and visit you. They don't mean you harm. They are kind of scary and weird. Um, and always back away from anything that you perceive is out to get you. Being fierce and uh, being able to protect you means that, you know, sometimes these, these spirit creatures of ours are intimidating like Hecate herself that doesn't mean they're out to get us so spend some time uh, with your witch ancestors your animal allies and your horde if you're comfortable doing so there is um, different botanical different plant medicines that you can use to prepare to deepen the experience of the ceremony I have the Hecate's Cauldron Incense, which is really uh, an accessible one for, that works great for anybody. It's crushed pine cones, cinnamon, rosemary, and mugwort. Uh, birch bark is also excellent if you can get your witchy hands on a bit of it. If you are a more skilled pharmaca practitioner of plant spirit witchcraft, there is also Circe's filter within the Keeping Her Keys coven and also in my book, Entering Hecate's Garden. For the truly advanced uh, practitioner, I recommend making Medea's flying ointment that is available to students of the Mistai who are initiates 
and a version of that without the psilocybin um, is in Hecate's entering Hecate's garden the magic medicine and mystery of plant spirit witchcraft as well so those are some botanical uh, recommendations set up your altar um, Hecate Enodia is the guide to the cave she guided Persephone to and from the underworld each year. I have an article in the Coven Network and on my Pathios blog to help you connect to Hecate Anodia as you prepare to enter the rebirth ceremony. Lots to do. This takes, um, you want to give yourself at least a week um, to prepare for this. Or if you've got like three good days where you can go in deep um, and really focus on this the night before i highly recommend having a hero spear a sacred fire little ritual where you light a candle a fresh candle call out to hecate the horde and your witch ancestors also use this space to release any blocks and binding you may need to do a cord cutting ceremony um, and that's available on the YouTube. So lots to do. For those in the coven, we have the, the sigil as well that you can um, find by looking at the rebirth ritual ceremony uh, topic in the coven. So you can find our sigil that you can use to place on your forehead, create your own sigil and so on. You may also want to make a rebirth talisman um, using red, white, and black that will guide you in um, and then be empowered by your time in the cauldron so that it will be your new talisman going forward. It will transform as you do going in. If you are not doing this um, on May Eve, you can alter the schedule, you know, so that you maybe begin release on May Eve and then on around Samhain, you do the soul retrieval and then on Imbolc, you do rebirth. Those three points of the wheel of the year are when energetically um, the deeper world is much, much more readily available to us. So although it is certainly not a necessity to do these rituals at these um, quarter points, these focal points, it does really enhance our ability to go deep, deep, deep into the unseen world. So I do recommend that. Um, if you are looking for moon correspondences to do these, I would roughly say rebirth full moon Soul retrieval should be the growing moon, the waxing moon, and then release should be the leave the departing moon, moon, um, you know the waning moon, and then of course we carve out the dark moon for a sacred time of honoring Hecate and expressing our affection and gratitude for her blessings of these three rituals and all other things. So that is a way to do the moon correspondences with this ritual series. 
if you aren't doing it on those three specific focal points. Um, setting up a beautiful altar, of course. Uh, smoky quartz is great for this. Amethyst, clear, crisp, uh, clear quartz, red jasper. These are all wonderful. Obsidian will see you through. Um, and black tourmaline is another excellent stone if you want to uh, research those further if you're not familiar with their properties. And we do indeed within the coven have uh, stone spirit monographs available for you to peruse to help you prepare for this. Um, Hecate as the three formed one is a great image to have on the altar for this. And if you are close with any of Hecate's companions, Circe, Medea, Samantha, Cassandra, all of her mythic witches or other witches um, that are close to you. You can set up images of them on the altar as well. Certainly Artemis um, may appear for you, Demeter, um, other deities, other goddesses associated with rebirth um, that you are close to may also come forward as well as some completely um, new and unexpected ones once you get into uh, the astral cave. I do recommend, again, I'm going to talk a little bit to the, everyone who's in the coven and all of you who aren't in the coven. Um, you can join, of course, the Keeping Your Keys coven with our free trial at keepingyourkeys.mn.co if you want to see everything that goes on inside the coven. So coven members, you uh, should wear black and also have some adornment in red and have your sacred adornment, like such as the croquis or your citrine um, amulet from the sacred seven, whatever it is for sacred adornment for you. If you're not in the coven, sacred adornment is an excellent um, practice. It will attune you to whatever bracelet, necklace, talisman you put yourself on um, with that signals that you are getting into um, spirit work, that you're going into the spirit world, recommend some kind of sacred adornment process. The space should be cleansed of any um, unnecessary and harmful energies using something such as the Kernips process or circle casting. You should then also make sure you are well protected um, with the sacred flame, or again, use your circle if you're so inclined to keep anything out. The blessing can be experienced by anointing yourself about an hour before you actually begin the meditation ceremony um, through oil that you've created, such as the cauldron oil, the death walking oil, your own sovereignty oil, and so forth. Um, any oil that or an ointment that will help you uh, get into trance. It will get that cascade of neurotransmitters going in your physical self that opens up the deeper world, um, your third eye and so on, about an hour before. Half an hour or so before, um, if you are a user of sacred smoke, it is helpful to get uh, the botanicals burning in your space. And those are the blessings. If you're not comfortable um, with these techniques, um, you know, you can create a blessing bowl 
that has various stones and botanicals in it um, that will help boost what you're doing in terms of spirit work. Now, just before I begin the meditation, um, you know, make sure you've got your altar set up, your uh, comfortable clothes. I didn't mention that yet. Make sure you're comfortable. Um, a bath beforehand can help or actually listening to the meditation in the bath. So you simulate um, and symbolize that sacred womb that is, I know myself and many others have done this meditation um, in the bath setting things up in the bathroom, and it is absolutely a beautiful experience. So get comfortable. I'm going to begin next, so hit pause if you're not ready. Pause here. Connecting to your candles, the stones, the plant spirits, the images of Mother Hecate and others. Pause here and put on your sacred adornment. Breathing in to the heart center. Connecting to all of these beautiful, powerful talismans and symbols and their medicine. Breathing in deeper now to the root. And with that deep breath, expanding the roots down through your legs, down through your feet, seeing those roots extend from the feet through the floor, deep into the earth. Releasing all stress, tension, anxiety, pain. Tethering you, the physical you, to this safe place so you can journey deep, deep into the astral womb of the mother. Breathing now back into heart center. Feeling that deepening connection, the awakening within as all of the medicine from your beloved objects around you starts to hum and resonate deep in your heart. The soul awakens. Pulling the breath up now, up, up, up. Letting that breath blow free any final anxieties or misplaced thoughts. And as the breath blows the mind clean, the entrance to the cave emerges in your mind screen. Step now into the cave. Her torches light the way. I'm here with you. You are safe and loved. This is a place of kindness, of truth, of healing and wholeness. This is the womb 
of Mother Hecate, Hecate, Enodia, Chthonia, Clydocus, the keeper of the keys. Walk with me. Look around. Perhaps you see your guides, the animals. The air is dense and wet and warm. The torches light your step as you walk down a flight of stairs. There is peace and tranquility and a frisson of excitement in the air. It feels as though you have stepped into Hecate herself, for you have. Walking further now, we come here to a river, a river deep in this cave. There is a bridge over this river and there is a tree beside this river. And if you aren't yet ready to go all the way to rebirth, you can rest here. There is medicine of the mother to be found in this grotto by this bridge. You are ready to traverse now, to cross that bridge. You feel it in your bones, that soul awakening calling you forward. Let's cross this bridge. Straight ahead, there is a new chamber. You hear growls and grunts and grumbles and whispers and singing. Compelled, you walk to this chamber. Within this chamber, you can see now a host of hundreds, maybe thousands, or maybe just a few, it's hard to tell. This room is the pearl, the seed, the innermost part of Hecate's womb cave. Here are her most beloved, her treasures, her spirits, her witches, her companion, goddesses. They are all gathered here. The princesses, the princes, the priestesses, and priests, who are Hecate's chosen. They turn and look at you. They know why you have come. They are waiting. You are ready. Cross this threshold yet another one of mother's crossroads. Here in the deepest chamber where only truth abides, 
the love, the wisdom, the power. Smoke from the cauldron fills the air as does the steam rising forth. It is wet and it is dry and it is hot and it is cold. It is all things and it fits you perfectly, this atmosphere, in a way that is indescribable. Mother Hecate sits on her throne, smiling, that half smile of hers. As you take in your attendants, these midwives of yours, they greet you. And now behold the cauldron that is the well, that is the river, that is the fire, that is the ocean and the mountain and all things. This is the source. Feel the support of these witch midwives of Mother Hecate's and the horde with their grunts and growls and whatnot. The animals, you know, the spirits and the witches all around you now as you step into the womb cauldron. Allowing yourself to sink deep, deep into this medicine that is the medicine of the moon in Hecate's garden. The medicine of the cosmos, of eternity, of time before time, feeling yourself embraced in this potion that is not a potion, that is steam and fire and wet and dry and all things and no thing. You stand in this place, standing somehow within the water Resting, sinking, swimming, and still, so still. Allowing. Washing yourself clean, the traumas, the trespasses, the lies, the mistakes, the bereavements, the estrangements, all these things that weigh you down, all these things that make up a skin suit that no longer serves you, scrubbing it away now. And as you scrub, the shadow loses her grip, her power, and she is happy to be relieved. And you wash her clean too and allow her to take up her place within you, telling her that she's just fine and you'll take care of her now. She doesn't need any of her theatrics anymore. And as you speak to your shadow with love, 
She becomes smaller, smaller, a little pocket shadow that you slip, slip, slip within you. And herein, you find that as you slip your pocket shadow deep into yourself, into your own womb space, that you have been reduced to beautiful bones. This is the soul revealed. And yet, although you are bones, you are as whole and as strong as you can imagine. And you glide effortlessly to the surface, breaking the water. Surrounded by the flotsam and jetsam, the debris of all that was your false skin suit, rising, rising out of the cauldron. Sparkly, you are of the moon and the stars and the fire and the garden and the cosmos and the mother. You surrender your false skin suit now to the horde who are waiting hungrily. It will nourish them well. The horde go to their corners in the shadows with their feast. And the witch midwives, the weavers step forward Impressed they are by your beautiful self. They begin to weave from this bone soul creature of truth that you are, pulling out the iridescence and the stars and the medicine and the botanicals and the animals and all that is true to your soul they are weaving you anew from these bones. With affection and gratitude, you allow the weaving to continue being impressed by their skill, knowing that someday you too will be a soul weaver, helping those other witches as they come for rebirth, these midwives. They step back, their task is completed. You look down, at your hands, your feet, touch your face. Your skin is cool, yet warm, iridescent, glowing, luminous, beautiful. Your scars have become badges, your imperfections, they are your talismans of power and wholeness. Mother Hecate bids you come now. 
you approach her throne. Standing before her, the moon on high shines down upon you, casting about a beautiful robe that is both the whitest, whitest star and the darkest, darkest night swirling about you, adorning you. Mother Hecate calls you closer still as she presses her torch upon your head, searing you with its beautiful red fire so that your robes are beautiful, swirling red, white, and black, stars and blood and night, past, present, future. And into your hands now, she sears the keys of magic, medicine, and mystery as they are absorbed into yourself, further illuminating Further wisdom, further wholeness is experienced here. Finally, pleased with all of your work, pleased with her witch midwives, pleased with her blessing upon you, she kisses you on the forehead. Child, she speaks. Now with her blessing upon you, she has opened a new way, a new road, one that you've never seen before, yet it is familiar. For it is Anodia, the mother road. Resplendent and resonating in your wholeness and in your gowns of truth of the soul made whole into flesh, begin the journey anew. Let's breathe together, breathing ourselves back into our physical bodies. Let's start by pulling up those roots from the earth. Single, signaling the reunification of spirit and flesh. Breathing into the heart center Calming down our resonance with all of our beautiful objects, talismans and such until we wish to connect again, returning more to regular consciousness. And now breathing up, up into the mind.
seen the entrance to the cave close behind a great gate. You know how to open this gate and you can return to the cave when you need to. Fully back in the mind now, breathing, creating some space to just process everything you've just experienced. Write it in your journal, uh, make an audio recording, whatever works for you. Call a friend, um, just talk about it, share, send an email uh, to info at keepingherkeys.com, whatever it is you want to do, feel led to do in terms of processing. Take special note of how your ancestors presented um, and also what animals and spirits and such were in the uh, cave. They will come to you in dreams and visions, send symbols and signs and messages. Um, don't strive, don't chase these messages and experiences. They will happen. It is your task to notice them, to be aware of them. Thank you so very much uh, for trusting me to guide you through this class and that journey. You can always get in touch with me at info at keepingherkeys.com. Find more about Keeping Her Keys on the website, keepingherkeys.com. You can also join uh, the coven for one month free using our trial at keepingherkeys.com. You'll find the links to do that as well. Check out my books on Amazon and from most major booksellers or go to the keepingherkeys.com store and get your special edition, a blessed and sigiled one. Thank you again for listening. May you be well blessed by this sharing.